the year 2020, I started a podcast about movies. Some episodes occasionally focused on other media as well. As I dealt with threatening interdimensional beings, I eventually met my other self from another universe where all the stuff I talked about got delayed. As it turns out, the stories as me and my guests described them were presented very differently in that other universe. So I continued podcasting these recaps, which apparently sound like improvised reviews, to entertain listeners of that other universe while they waited for the new release dates. Some episodes even focused on content of years past that did not come out in that other universe for whatever reason. The year is 2022. The podcast is now bi-weekly, unless stated otherwise. My name is Steven Schinder, and you're listening to Delayed Replay. Hello listeners, welcome to another episode of Delayed Replay, that podcast where we recap and review movies that got delayed in that other universe but came out on time in our universe. I'm your host, as always, Steven Schinder, and joining me for this end of the year season three finale episode, which is on the new movie, The Super Mario Brothers from Illumination, uh, he's been on some episodes before, it is Marco, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Steven? It's good to be back. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I just had to have you on this one because your name is so similar to the name in the title, you know? <laughs> yep, uh, just one letter change and then I'm a star in the movie. Yeah, and also uh, happy belated birthday. Um, I meant to say happy birthday on your actual birthday, but then like stuff happened. So yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it. Yep. I'm, I'm one year away from 30, so <laughs> my youth... Yeah, I'm two years away from 30, so let me know how that feels when that happens. <laughs> I'll probably start explaining about knees a lot, knees and backs. Yeah, just start a podcast about what it's like to be 30 or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, But yeah, so this is a movie that has like a lot of lore behind it. So let's talk about like some of the source material first. So what have been your experiences with like the Super Mario Brothers games and any related games over the years? Um, so I was a big Mario Brothers fan as a kid. I played a lot, pretty much. I, I think I might have played all the games, the all the mainline games like oh, Super dang. Mario, Super Mario Two, Three. Um, since we we kind of were born a little after the Super Nintendo era. Uh, yeah. you probably remember like playing them on the Game Boy, like Super Mario Two and Super Mario Three. They, I think, they used to call them Super Mario Advance. Okay. So, um, and then like you know, Super Mario sixty four, Sunshine, Galaxy. Uh, the first Galaxy is like one of my favorite games of all time, and I loved Odyssey. I remember after we graduated UCI, did you you graduated the same year? We both graduated 2018, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I did not get a Switch because it came out in 2017. I did not get one until we graduated because I knew that would take up so much of my time. And right when I graduated, <laughs> I was like, graduation gift, baby. I got the Switch and I got Super Mario Odyssey and Breath of the Wild. And I had such a great unemployment time after <laughs> college. <laughs> Yeah, just a few months of like, well, in my case, a few months of like 
not trying too hard to apply to stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I got introduced to the games pretty much through my brother. I was very little, and it was like the... I remember in the late 90s, um, he had like this red Game Boy that had... I think it might have been the original Super Mario Brothers game uh, where like... Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Daisy is the princess you're trying to save in that one. Mm, yeah, maybe, the- maybe I'll have to fact check it later. But um, I also remember playing the Donkey Kong game on there, and uh, my brother had the Super Nintendo, so we would play Super Mario Kart all the time. Mm-hmm. And when we moved to uh, we moved from Ventura to Chula Vista to live with our cousins in like 2001 and they had the Nintendo 64 so we played Mario Kart 64 and I think uh, there was also uh, someone had Diddy Kong Racing Um, and sort of around that time at my grandparents place they had a Super Nintendo so we played Donkey Kong Country 2 and um, I've probably played a little bit of Mario 64 at some daycare center somewhere between all these and a little bit of mario kart uh 3ds i think it was whichever one had like a robot as a playable character um mm-hmm. and i played one of the mario party games uh during my senior year of college like when my roommates had it actually i've probably played a couple other games i'm just not remembering right now but uh yeah i i also loved the donkey kong country animated show like i've seen episodes <laughs> of that and yeah I, I might go into that a little bit more later but uh-huh. uh yeah this was like really present um at different points so you, you know i feel like mario is universal it's like a, an easy go-to thing that friends and family can bond and party over it's just you, you know it's like you just need your friendly neighborhood plumber to uh inject the fun into your life i guess yeah he feels like the mickey mouse of gaming where it's like everyone's played like something from a mario game like yeah at least once in their lives like how like mickey mouse is like one of the most famous cartoons that you've probably seen a mickey mouse cartoon at some point in your life it feels like the same with super mario yeah definitely um and also like when i was little and me and my brother watched the live action Super Mario Brothers movie. And yes. it, what was what's your take on that movie? So I saw it probably in my early 20s, right? Like either in high I either saw it like close to the end of high school or like beginning of after high school. So I remember hearing for the longest time that it was just awful. It was a bad movie. And so I went into it knowing how bad it was going to be. And I loved it (laughs) just because of how dumb it was. And I knew, okay, they're going to get nothing right. I've seen the pictures of what they said the Goombas were, which were like little mushroom headed people, like on actual people bodies. And like how uh, Bowser was just this dude with spiky hair. And I was like, okay, this is going to be the dumbest movie. And then when I watched it, I was like, this is the dumbest movie and I'm enjoying it so much. Yeah, it's when when I was a kid, I didn't really think it was a bad movie. I just took mm-hmm. it as it was. But I do remember thinking Yoshi looked really weird. Like they tried to make him look just like a realistic looking big lizard thing, I think. Yeah. Um, And 
just weird little things like i remember as a kid when they showed like a monkey or a chimp at the end i was like oh is that donkey kong like the uh -huh. live action version but um yeah it's a really weird movie and for i didn't watch it again for the longest time until maybe like two two and a half years ago or something maybe a year and a half ago um i was watching it with some friends i'd even made a couple of new friends from that screening and we watched it and it was such a fun stupid guilty pleasure yeah. movie and like the part where because you know it starts with mario and luigi wearing clothes that where it's like they're wearing the color that the other brother would normally wear right uh -huh. but but later on in the movie when they get the actual suits like the other people watching the screen were like yes and it was just <laughs> so dumb but so fun um so and the goombas like just look like nightmare fuel i like to mm -hmm. share the images of them whenever i can to unsuspecting people i like how <laughs> the world in the 93 movie too was also like this grungy like like dystopia too and i was yeah. like this is the mushroom kingdom it's like all like pipe world <laughs> yeah toad is like some guitarist or something yeah some musician and there's like some sci-fi when it mario shouldn't really be sci-fi <laughs> at least not that much but yeah it, it was such it's so of its time <laughs> but i'm so glad it exists despite yeah. the negative in regards to the accuracy of the games you can already tell that this new one is a lot better at accurately yeah. portraying the mario games than the 93 ones yeah so i guess we'll move on to the newer one in the lead up to this people were like really skeptical because you know they got chris pratt and everyone's like why don't they just use the original voice so like what was your reaction to like when you actually saw this newer movie it was like oh my god i think i think just remember seeing it i was just laughing at like okay chris pratt okay charlie day yeah. <laughs> okay um i think the only time i was like what what seth rogan is donkey kong yeah uh, what was it jack black is bowser i can see that <laughs> and yeah. the rest i was like what <laughs> and but um seeing the first trailer that came out i was like all right prepare to be disappointed and then Jack Black's Bowser came out. And I think I was just, everyone just freaked out. I was like, oh my God, it's him. He's him. <laughs> Perfect casting. It wasn't until we got to Chris Pratt where I was like, mm, could have been better. Yeah. Not, not great. But like, it's not the worst thing I've heard. But <laughs> I mean, like showing Jack Black's Bowser first and you're like, goaded. This is this yeah. best Bowser. And then going to Chris Pratt, you're like, okay, sounds like Linda from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like throughout the movie, every now and then he'll be like, here we go. And it's mm -hmm. like, come on, Chris Pratt, you can do a bit better. Yeah. Um, and like Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, like took me out of it as well. Like I love Donkey Kong. Like I said, I, for whatever reason enjoyed what i saw the 3d animated donkey kong country show even uh -huh. though like i liked donkey kong's voice in that even though there's a criticism that like he sounds like a ninja turtle but since that was like uh -huh. my first time hearing his voice and anything i'm like yeah that's donkey kong to me <laughs> so uh it, I, I know we're jumping around but in the middle of the movie when mario fights donkey kong and uh, -huh. uh he's you hear seth roken's voice be like 
banana slammer i'm like uh-huh. no that is not donkey kong to me seth rogan i love you but please no <laughs> <laughs> oh my god well and when we got to his laugh we'll we'll we'll, we'll talk about the laugh when we go through the movie but yeah Oh, the Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just the wheezy, like gravelly laugh. Yeah. Um, so the movie begins, you know, the you gotta start out with a bang, right? So it starts yeah. with, like you said, Bowser fighting off these like mm-hmm. blue bird people. I don't remember mm-hmm. if they're penguins or something else, but they're like trying to throw snowballs at him, and then Bowser just like pones them and it's mm-hmm. like yo stuff is going down you know he's got his koopa army all these koopa characters and it's like you're just thrown into the middle of this in media res or mm-hmm. however it's pronounced um so what did you think of this as the opening scene before we get to mario and luigi i mean i think it was the first scene that we saw from the trailer too and i was just like yeah. i love him he's the best bowser is the greatest because i <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just jack black putting just hearing his voice voice from the trailer and then seeing it in the movie, it was just like, this man became Bowser for this role. And I love this. I could have had the whole movie just as Bowser. <laughs> yeah, just Bowser origins uh-huh. or whatever. <laughs> yeah, but he comes in, he takes out those penguins and you just see how the, the contrast of like all these little people in the Mushroom Kingdom because they're just little penguins and little toads and just cute little yoshis and they can't stop this man he's gonna take over all the mushroom kingdom and he's going and taking all the stars which is the power source in the movie just like in the games and so just off the bat him just like taking over the entire mushroom kingdom like the fire nation from avatar it was i think it really set up the stakes for um the the cast of the mario movie like the mario peach toad to take him down i i loved i loved bowser's <laughs> like bowser just destroying everything it was it was amazing what do you think yeah i think jack black's earliest role that i'm aware of or earliest i saw was like a bully in never ending story three which is a pretty uh-huh. terrible movie but seeing him as a villain again here it's almost full circle but also he's like grown and he's just owns this role as bowser like it's probably the one of the best castings in this film if not the best because mm-hmm. he he kind of sometimes he hams it he hams it up in a way that works for the character and the tone of the movie and just you you see how scared all the other characters are of him you know they did a great job with like the size difference like we mentioned and yeah like he's just like like he said just goaded so this was <laughs> this was such an intense scene like i was kind of falling asleep during the previews beforehand but once mm-hmm. we got to the scene I'm, I'm like wide awake already and it's it was pretty smart of them to like arrange it in that way mm-hmm. um and so it's after this scene that we get to mario and luigi and it, it shows them in like sort of a normal like er, normal earth setting like mm-hmm. they're in a city working at, at some plumber plumbing mm-hmm. company very and, new york inspired so yeah they even eat like some new york pizza and stuff like that. <laughs> and uh, mario is is like ew mushrooms i don't want mushroom give me the sausage and <laughs> just you, you know if throwing in the foreshadowing <laughs> and all uh-huh. that um and 
you get the sense that they kind of want more you know they they went to school that they actually like say that they went to college but now they have like all these like student debts and so uh they had a hard time finding jobs so it's like well i guess we're gonna be plumbers and yep. like, this just felt like too real but sort of relatable i guess yeah um it was it was really funny to hear all that too because like the uh super mario games are such like fantasy like this little like fun mushroom world and it's like oh we got student debt and i was just like dude i didn't need this to be so relatable right now yeah <laughs> but hey like i i guess there's something that we can relate to mario and luigi now so yeah uh it was a like nice uh just little humbling moment like even though like you know they're sharing the small apartment in this big city it doesn't seem like they have much they're still like you know like we can get by though uh just like you know we got each other we're, we're brothers brothers for last and stuff so it's just like oh, okay they're setting up the nice moment between like mario and luigi when we know you know luigi luigi is going to be separated so i think they did it really well with the dynamic with uh uh showing their brotherly love in the beginning yeah and it was also a nice touch that they're even amidst like all this like you know paying back all the stuff that they owe they're still trying to like plan some sort of brotherly vacation at some point in the future mm -hmm. which is why like in the corner of their apartment they have like this jar that has like a lot of coins in it mm -hmm. and it's supposed to be like their savings for such a vacation and at one point um um, Mario's like, why don't we put dollar bills instead? And Luigi's like, eh, I like the aesthetic of the coins. <laughs> and, um, and some of these, he even like jokes that like some of these coins he found in some pipes while cleaning it. Mm -hmm. And they kind of like, are like, does that count as stealing? And it's like, eh, it goes down the drain. It doesn't belong to them anymore. <laughs> uh, so kind of an ethical little discussion there uh -huh. or, or philosophical rather. Um, but yeah they both are longing for something more mm -hmm. um which uh is when you know in the fantasy world that all the other stuff takes place in um you, you know there are like some portals being opened what'd you think of the explanation for like the portals uh i thought it was really interesting too because uh it seemed like uh, how did they get there um, from the games, too? Because they just kind of, they always made Mario seem like he was kind of like a normal person, like with the little Italian accent and all that. Yeah. So the um, Princess Peach, I think it was like, I, I don't know if you've ever seen any episodes from that show, Captain N, the Game Master. No, I haven't. Um, it was like this old kind of like hokey TV show about like, uh like the nintendo world and like these characters from the nintendo games like pit from kid icarus and like simon belmont from castlevania and like uh mega man there and oh, they're damn. trying to like yeah they're trying to save and they, they look so weird like it's like 80s cartoon aesthetic weird like like they kind of didn't like look at the source material <laughs> but in that show there's a princess in that universe too and they're like we need someone to save our kingdom. And so they open a portal and they bring this kid who loves playing Nintendo games into the world to help save him. So when Princess Peach was like, we're going to need some help. Like, what, what do we do? And it's like, we have this portal to another world that we could uh, open up and hopefully someone there will save us. I was like, 
okay, I think these I think these animators are a bunch of nerds <laughs> from the 80s. They're probably referencing Captain N. So when Princess Peach and Toad opened up this portal to bring in a hero from another universe, I was like, I see what they're doing. I, I think this is a reference, a callback. Yeah. What about you? All the deep cuts. Yeah, I thought it was fun. Like, I mean, we've seen portals in a lot of recent things, you know, Avengers Endgame, uh, mm-hmm. the Sonic movies. So, you know, they're just following the trend, I guess. And uh, so Mario falls into the like the mushroom kingdom like he's kind of on the outskirts where there are like a lot of mushrooms and he's Mm -hmm. kind of bewildered like you gotta imagine that from his perspective this is kind of like landing on pandora or something right from avatar james cameron's avatar Mm -hmm. um and uh he almost like touches the blue mushroom and then like toad like surprises him and but a toad voiced by keegan michael key which I mean, what'd you think of that casting? At first, I was like, okay, that's odd. Um, I don't think anyone's going to do Toad super well without just absolutely destroying their vocal cords. Yeah. So <laughs> I think his his uh, rendition of Toad was a good one. It was one I was like, okay, this ain't like exactly Toad's voice, but I don't expect anyone to do Toad's voice. And I like the decision he made it because he added a little rasp to it, you know? So having Toad come in, just be like, come on, Mario, let's go. We're going to go to the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, and it's just like, I was like, okay, you know what? I can, I can, I can see this. I can accept it. What about you? How, how do you think about the voice? Yeah, it took some getting used to. Um, I mean, throughout the movie, I had to remind myself, okay, this is not the game. He's not going to sound like Toad. But the way that Toad would act felt like how Toad would act, you know, the mannerisms and everything. And I don't know if you knew this, because uh, I think this was before you came to ECI, but uh, Keegan-Michael Key was at the 2015 coup de comedy Um I think it was there for like the last day, but I couldn't be there because Mother's Day. But mm-hmm. yeah, so um, he, he's done a lot of work, especially like in recent years doing voice work and animation and stuff like Toy Story 4. So Toad is not the first character I would have thought they'd put him as, but uh, I got used to it, I guess. Um, yeah. And so Toad guides Mario to like the city and, you know, there are all these elevators which feel very much like the game mechanics and because mm-hmm. and it's funny because earlier in the movie um in the apartment mario and luigi are having trouble with like the elevator like it would start and stop and so if you know it's a very rundown place so this almost feels like the next level or the same uh-huh. thing like translated just into this fantasy world and he's trying not to fall and whatnot so i thought it, that was a lot of fun it was really funny too because even though like the little panels that float around is just like the games i was also like i like how they just have no regards for safety in this universe yeah, <laughs> like, like i wonder how many toads fall off of those little flying panels on a daily basis yeah it's like the death star not having rails it's yeah like, that, that's not safe my dude <laughs> like what are you guys doing <laughs> Uh, so he meets peach and i mean obviously he's like really taken with her Uh, there's Mm -hmm. like a little pop song that plays for a little bit when it shows them meeting in slow motion i remember just like most beautiful girl in the world but like it just just hearing chris pratt because i that's when we found out this is going to be a musical and and we're like (laughs) 
oh no not only am i gonna have to hear chris pratt's mario i'm gonna have to hear chris pratt's mario sing <laughs> like yeah uh it, this was just like you know like his his inner voice in his head singing uh but and it's funny it's cut off too um because it's just like oh it's the most beautiful girl in the world and then peach is just like not impressed she's like this is our hero yeah this is the guy who's gonna save us <laughs> yeah because he's like he's shorter and like stubbier than peach so i thought it was pretty funny but like I, it was a funny moment for the cutoff but i was also like oh no <laughs> are we gonna have to hear more chris pratt singing <laughs> yeah because i don't mind musicals as a genre but some things like like it's like any genre within a genre it'll be kind of hit and miss depending on how mm-hmm. they execute it um but yeah since they released this movie close to christmas in our universe the song here is, is in his head is like it's the most beautiful girl yeah. in the world and so you know cashing in on that holiday mm-hmm. season stuff also kind of reminds me of shrek in a way you know unlikely hero and meeting a princess but of course mm-hmm. she's not captured at this point which is really refreshing that she's like in control and in this movie she even has a battle axe and i don't know if this is something they've done with peach in recent games but i really dug what they did with her here very much felt like how they actually made bo peep an actual character in toy story 4 yeah i got this feeling too i know that she's been a little like more badass in like the more recent games she's not just a damsel in distress but like seeing her just pull out an axe it was just like oh okay we're going this way all right <laughs> i'm down yeah battle princess in this game and you could tell that mario is even more taken with her when he sees her wield a (laughs) weapon and he's like boy that that takes me back to the ren fair days Mm -hmm. and it's like a little nice little backstory detail for him Mm -hmm. um and she also is like what's with your outfit and he's like oh well uh in my world not all plumbers dress like this but me and my brother thought it would make us pop out more and for Mm -hmm. branding purposes (laughs) yeah we're the mario bros and you can tell with like our initials on our hat so and i was like okay i guess they're just explaining a little bit of the lore for the mario universe so yeah yeah questions nobody asked (laughs) so uh and that's the point where um mario tells princess peach and toad that his brother's gone missing and they're like oh was he he must have looked like you but with like a green like a green outfit and he's like yeah that's my brother it's just like oh no and they're saying that they've they had scouting reports from some of those little ninja toads that uh he had been captured by bowser and it's just like oh crap like we gotta go save him but mario don't know how to do nothing in this world so yeah so they gotta train him which is why they bring him to this arena where he has to like fight different opponents which I mean, talk about shoving someone into the deep end rather uh-huh. than like building up to it, you know, mm-hmm. but Peach is like, I need to be sure that you're the hero we need. And he has to prove himself. So when they bring him to this arena, um, Peach and Toad have like bribed the audience to cheer Mario's name because they figure mm-hmm. he needs he needs to have confidence uh, to be able to like fight his opponent. And so you know a throwback to the first game he was ever in or Mm -hmm. where he was the main character anyway um they throw in none other than donkey kong himself like you said played by seth rogan Mm -hmm. and what'd you think of how this fight went down uh it was pretty funny because uh at first 
like he's just sitting on the top throwing a bunch of barrels down at him like the the old uh donkey kong game uh and he's just jumping over these barrels and then once he finally gets onto the level of donkey kong it's like okay we got this let's go and the let's go was pretty weak i'm gonna be honest it was pretty weak (laughs) it was (laughs) but when he rushes after donkey kong and then donkey kong just grabs him and then plops him down and just starts smacking him i was like okay that's pretty funny but mario was able to beat him he uh kicked him off and then uh, he they started attacking each other it's kind of reminded me of um the uh super smash bros it it gave me that vibe because they're like in such a thin like little platform and then he beats him with like an uppercut like like the up b in super smash bros and i'm like okay cool cool like we got some more references in this game uh, or in this movie. I keep thinking game because it's a Mario movie. Yeah, I mean, it feels very much like the games. Like, yeah. Just aesthetically, visually. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. The fight was super fun. Um, <laughs> it was, like we said, the Seth Rogen laugh. And he's just <laughs> throwing down those barrels when he's trying to get up there. I was like, oh, Oh no, but <laughs> overall, I mean, I had a good time. I was laughing at how dumb the Seth Rogen's voice is coming from Donkey Kong, but <laughs> you gotta love it. Yeah, and we also see a Cranky Kong, who you know, is mm-hmm. like a relative of Donkey Kong. I forget how he's related, but you know, he's mm-hmm. like an older ape, and uh, he's voiced by none other than Andy Serkis. You know? Yeah. Oh, Planet of the Apes is Caesar himself. Uh-huh. So I thought that was really cool. You know, when he, he he's kind of like demeaning to Donkey Kong, like uh-huh. he, he's like, Donkey Kong, you have to learn to be more graceful. And it's like, huh, this is not the cranky that I expected, but it's right. also really cool hearing Andy Circus. He's like one of my favorite actors ever. They really made him cranky. <laughs> they really named yeah. lived up to the name. <laughs> uh but I think I I don't know if that was like a reference or a call out to the uh, Planet of the Apes movies, like the recent ones, which are great, by the way. Yeah, but uh, th- those are great. A uh, great, great call out too. Great, great cat. And uh, there's also another voice cameo. One of the people, like one of the mushroom people in the audience, was voiced by Adam Sandler, and he was cheering Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong. So. You know, he got a little pixel. So Mario has to keep, like, going through these trials in the arena. Like, he even fights, like, a piranha plant. Um, Mm -hmm. It was funny, too, because they're, like, throwing all these, like, Mario, like, villains at him. Like, he's, like, jumping around the piranha plants. And then he's just kind of, like, twisting their necks, like, tying them in a knot. Uh, And he's getting rid of those. They send out, like, a bunch of uh, Koopas out against him. And he's just stopping the Koopas. And then a a throwback to one of, uh, like, the games where, like, you can just stomp a Koopa onto the side and just keep bouncing it. So he's like, this is pretty easy, just bouncing on this poor Koopa. And you just hear, oh, 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 oh. So um, the the fight sequence are funny. You can see that he's, like, getting better with, like, the fighting and stuff like that. I I really enjoyed it. Uh, And then, like, just jumping on Goombas and stuff uh i i I think this was like more like comedic purposes where it's just like okay he's gonna get through the entire cast and just to throw in a bunch of like mario enemies so you could be like is that a goomba 
it's not a cool book like you know like yeah. the little kids <laughs> and the little kid in me too because i was like it's a it's a it's a goomba <laughs> yeah because there were some koopas at these fights you know some of them were scouts for bowser and so he mm -hmm. hears word of mario and uh he goes looking for him but by the time he because you know he has luigi in a cell but in his castle but by the time uh -huh. he goes to the arena you know he causes destruction there but mario has like already left and so bowser goes back to his castle to interrogate luigi and try to figure out like how to get to mario and is basically plucking luigi's mustache and mm -hmm. you get like those charlie day screams throughout that interrogation <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i like how they actually inject a bit of jack black's personality into bowser because he mm -hmm gets a guitar and plays a metal song like mm -hmm. sort of taunting luigi is basically like when i am done with you you will be pushing daisies and you know it's a little reference to daisy right there yeah <laughs> and you can hear the tenacious d like vocals in there and it's just like this is great i love this <laughs> it was a great it was a great um evil villain song too and it was just fun it was like the Push and Daisy song was just like how he's just going to take over all the Mushroom Kingdom and then it's just going to be all one big Bowser land. And it was like, I love this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so you just see him like taking over uh, this. And then it, it as he's singing the song, it kind of goes on the montage as he like takes over different parts of the land. Like he takes over like the little island area, like the Delf Delfino, like in Mario Sunshine. And then he takes over like this little like desert land like like saraha land like where daisy's actually from uh and so all of these like mario um characters are being pushed out of their like little homelands and as you see like more refugees are coming into the mushroom kingdom while like mario's doing like mario's training so it was really interesting uh i really uh it felt a little fast that this movie's kind of paced like there's a few montages but uh like this is like the second montage i think um yeah. but i feel like they're kind of sticking in a lot of uh references into this like hour and 30 minute <laughs> spectacle but I, I was having fun like the little five-year-old in me is like oh there's daisy oh there's a, a piñata uh, what were they called <laughs> the piñas uh but uh, yeah i don't remember what they're called but yeah the pacing like never lets up um so like during like this whole conquest you know mario uh -huh. and, and the gang are trying to figure out a great way to ambush bowser um mm -hmm. and, and they even like form an alliance with donkey kong because they, they realize they have to like work together for the mm -hmm. better of all their peoples and so uh donkey kong comes up with a plan to like steal a pirate ship and try to ambush Bowser that way. Mm -hmm. um, so they like fight some of the like uh, reptile pe pirate people on there. Mm -hmm. um, and there's like a really nice uh, fight with like another pirate ship where they put like those bombs that have faces on them into the cannon and shoot them at the other ship. Uh huh. Um, yeah, but what'd you think of that scene? It was really interesting and it was cool too seeing King K. Rool, who is like the, the big baddie from the uh donkey kong country and donkey yeah. kong land series uh and one of the pirate ships as they're like attacking the pirates uh and they're just going on this big battle they had like a lot of the throwbacks to the um i think it's mario 3 where like they had the flying pirate airships 
taking them out or it could have been super mario land super mario world but um just them hopping over the um bullet bills which is like the 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 big bombs with the faces on them um or like the bullets you know yeah <laughs> those things but like yeah you see mario hopping on them he's he's gotten better through the training from when we saw him going through the obstacles that look like the old game now he was like taking on the big uh flying pirate ships uh he's taking out the king the, the k rules i think that they're called i know king k rules the big guy yeah and then they have the uh alligator looking people i forgot what they're called like the clap not claptrap but um blanking on the donkey kong names but just like taking those out uh they get help from donkey kong and diddy kong and dixie kong as they're like rolling their way through and then they take on king k roll take them down and they're like why should i give you my ship and it's just like if you don't help us, Bowser's going to come for you guys eventually. He's going to come for the uh, the Donkey Kong jungle eventually. I don't remember what the jungle is called, yeah. but he's going to come for the jungle eventually. And he's like, good point. And so they get the King K. Rool and his little um, alligator minions on his side. And then we get back into the Mushroom Kingdom. That's when we see all the refugees. We have like Queen Daisy come in with all of her little uh guys from the Sarasa land and yeah. then we got uh and, the... and she she's carrying a mace as her mm-hmm. weapon yeah <laughs> they're just giving all of the uh the weapons to the princesses yeah. and then we got um the delfino plaza people coming they're taking bowser's taking over the uh paradise land and then they all start getting ready to plan this big assault on bowser's castle as he's getting closer cuz they can see the big bowser koopa uh fortress flying towards them yeah so they get start revving up their go-karts as we get like references <laughs> to mario kart coming up yeah and donkey kong like throws a banana peel and uh-huh. well after eating the banana and mario's like what is that gonna do and then you see like some of like bowser's minions like chirping on it uh-huh um, yeah it was pretty great yeah like stuff like that is fun and during all this they they even Mm -hmm. like made it to an island that has like yoshi's people Mm -hmm. and that's where they meet yoshi and mario's like Mm -hmm. whoa there are dinosaurs in this world too you know sounding very chris pratt and he's like (laughs) you even got like the jurassic world Uh callbacks and stuff which were a bit on the nose like yeah he was like doing the like arm thing that holding (laughs) him out as the yoshis are like trying to get a better like look at him and they're like who are you and it's like oh okay they talk (laughs) yeah and so um he would ride yoshi for a little bit but then yoshi Uh would get in his car and he's like you can drive too and Uh yeah so like they're all racing to bowser's fortress and on the rainbow road and everything too yeah it's like getting ever higher and he's Uh like mario's afraid that if they go too high he'll like lose breath but then suddenly he's able to breathe in space he's like what are the physics of this world? <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then they start like getting close to the uh what's it called um bowser's fortress and they're like everybody now and then they all just start throwing like blue shells over at the uh fortress <laughs> Yeah, and um, Luigi actually, um, because Bowser is not paying too much attention to him in his cell, he's able to like use his plumbing skills to figure out mm-hmm. how to like 
pick the lock. I don't know how his plumbing skills translate to that, but you know, he's able to like get out of his cell and free the some of the penguin prisoners mm-hmm. and they're able to use like these magic devices that they have which can cause a blizzard and luigi is like oh i love me a blizzard makes for some uh-huh. good warcraft and <laughs> yeah so like a shout out to another game thing <laughs> so very much i like, thought they were competing too but i was like okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're very able to make like uh they're able to like make a blizzard within bowser's fortress so mm-hmm. like really sabotaging uh his place and it's just uh like bowser really underestimated luigi here i guess yeah so about like you see luigi and the penguin people start attacking bowser's minions like the little dry bones the dead koopas and the boos that are inside the castle uh or the little fortress meanwhile like the assault is ranging in from uh what was it from the outside yeah and then um they're like okay we can't do to it like our blue shells are barely doing anything like and they're just like peach is like looking at mario and was like oh it's, it's up to you and he's like what how am i supposed to get there and then they get donkey kong to just grab him he's like wait no 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 and then like <laughs> donkey kong just flings him over to the fortress and <laughs> he's able to like make his way to the fortress just smacks his face into like a pillar (laughs) right when he gets up there but he gets on and then he enters the fortress going to find bowser but uh we see that luigi gets to bowser first yeah so it's really a subversion right here Uh and luigi before getting to bowser he finds this room that has like some valuables that bowser has and he finds some sort of lollipop and I don't know if this is a reference to, like, one of the games, like, an obscure thing, but uh-huh. he, he eats the lollipop, and that gives him a power-up, so he's able to, like, fight Bowser at super speed, so that mm-hmm. gives him, like, an advantage here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it might have been, like, one of those, like, Japanese-only, like, <laughs> to tell of you games, but, yeah, so uh, Luigi is just trying to take on Bowser uh, with the... the little penguin people but bowser just easily like blows fire from his mouth melting all the snow like bringing the uh little penguins out and just grabs luigi and he's like you think that's enough to take on me and then they play this song where it's like take me on take on me i was like i don't want this to be a juke musical but then they just cut it short (laughs) like real quick And and it was just like not so fast bowser and then Chris Pratt cuts in, and then it's just like, <laughs> it like Chris Pratt gets there like right in the nick of time, both to save his brother and to save us from <laughs> the take on me yeah. song. <laughs> and then we get to the big fight with Mario and Bowser, which I, I, let me ask you, what do you think of the fight? Yeah, I, I liked the words that were thrown. Like Bowser's like, when I'm done with you, the Mushroom mm-hmm. Kingdom will be fried mushroom. Yeah, and, and Mario's like trying to tag team with luigi like they're both trying to fight mm-hmm. bowser and luigi's like wait i thought you hated mushroom and mario's like i guess you could say it they grew on me <laughs> those cheesy ass lines like yeah. that and like um, charlie day is just like gross <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he's like gross that, that's like fungus or mold yeah. right there if it's growing it's just on like it's, it's it's a metaphor and it's just like oh okay gotcha yeah like we we can we encountered those when plumbing it's but uh-huh. not a good thing but okay i get it now yeah 
Um, so you get banter like that where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, they're they're buddies, they're brothers. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bowser is like visibly annoyed by their bond and just trying to stop them however he can. You know, they're in this room where it's on a platform surrounded by lava, so it uh-huh. very much feels like one of those Mario places. So I thought this was a lot of fun. The music even felt like a Mario game, like mm-hmm. it had the classic like it felt Uh like very throwback like video gamey music i love the battle too especially like the way that they capped off the battle because they were like luigi distract him so like luigi uh starts distracting him uh and uh right when luigi is able to like get bowser like he's walking up to him uh mario grabs him by the tail just like in super mario 64 starts spinning him around uh and then just chucks him he's like so longy bowser and then just uh, the dude like hits a bomb like in the <laughs> in the uh super mario 64 and just starts flipping out into the lava and then just jack black just screaming as like <laughs> bowser just falls down i'm like no no he was my favorite he was like the best part of the movie <laughs> but yeah. that's when they uh just get bowser and i was like it was a good fight scene too. Like it, I had uh, like so much fun watching that with uh, them chucking Bowser into the lava, which kind of gruesome, but they yeah. do that in the games too. <laughs> yeah, it, it was like I heard a couple people in my movie theater be like, "What?" <laughs> it's just kind of funny hearing their reaction. Yeah. Um, and then Princess Daisy comes in like breaking the window glass with like her Mm -hmm. mace and then it's in slow motion luigi sees her and you hear like another song it's like do you remember like how the song went yeah it was like they're throwing a throw uh throwback to the most beautiful girl in the world yeah (laughs) Uh, and then luigi starts singing it into his head and then they're immediately cut off because it's like guys look uh and then bowser comes back from the lava like all skeleton and bones yeah just like in the games like how he becomes like dry bowser he's like you guys think you got rid of me think again and then you peach and daisy like come in to the battle and then like wielding their axe and mace and then like all four of them are taking on bowser too so it was a like <laughs> it was a good lead up i didn't think that they would bring out dry bowser yeah and y- yoshi uh is like fighting some of the soldiers as well and mm-hmm. uh, it was weird like when he came out as dry bowser and then on the side you see bowser mm-hmm. jr and he's like daddy and it's like whoa this is kind of <laughs> gruesome for a kid to see yeah um, but and like I, I guess i don't know if the character is heard bowser jr i guess they kind of ignore him and just fight bowser like still uh-huh. it felt kind of like attack of the clones in that sense you know with Django and Boba yeah Bell. Yeah, I thought it was very on brand for Jack Black that uh, the way that they defeated Dry Bowser was um, Mario and, and company find his guitar and they use the notes to like try to make it super loud with like mm-hmm. the amplifier and that's how they like sort of blow the bones away. And it's like, huh, mm-hmm. I, I wonder if he's looking at reassembled somehow, I guess that'll be answered in a future thing or something i don't know who knows <laughs> yeah i i think they wanted to cap off the mu- movie musical with the 
the song but well, that was a little a little disappointing on that end <laughs> i was like oh they're not gonna just throw in a big mushroom to like take on the giant <laughs> chai bowser <laughs> but uh hey you know what i'm not the one who directed this movie so <laughs> right I, I guess there's not so much i could do but they do get a big mushroom mm-hmm. to like grow and fight the rest of the troops who remain after the fight out but uh-huh. yeah i totally get you how yeah. it have been core to see it like against bowser mm-hmm. yeah so they they get through all the mario characters the staples we know and love mario luigi peach daisy yoshi uh, donkey kong all get out make it to the mushroom kingdom and then they have like this giant celebration yeah. at the end how they defeated bowser all the bowser minions the fortress like leaves to go lick their wounds because i'm pretty sure bowser's gonna get back i don't know how much money this movie's <laughs> gonna make but it it was a lot better than the 93 movie so yeah <laughs> i could say maybe it's probably gonna make a lot more than that one did yeah and this celebration feels very much like when they award the trophies at the end of like a mario kart mm-hmm. game they even have like the giant blimp and whatever if they give mario and luigi like a cash reward and so uh the, they're they're like you know what we could use these to clear our debts and that's when toad is like so are you leaving us then and then mm-hmm. mario's like mario and luigi kind of have like a little talk discussing whether or not they want to leave and in the end, mm. they're like, you know what? A magical place with talking mushrooms and no student debt. We can get yeah. used to this. <laughs> uh-huh. And then they stay, too. Yeah, I would have stayed, too, if I don't have to worry about my debt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if they have other family members they're, like, forsaking, uh-huh. but I guess nobody cares about those questions. Uh-huh. Um, I think they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was a fun ending, and you get, like, the end. Uh-huh the end credits with like the mario music you see them dancing kind of like mm-hmm. they would in like some of the games um mm-hmm. which was nice it felt very an extremely goofy movie or chicken little with like yeah. the dancing during the credits uh-huh but yeah was there anything else you want to bring up before we go into final thoughts uh i i think we forgot to mention but like probably the hardest thing that made me laugh out loud the most too was during that whole fight scene at the end where they're like taking on bowser and his minions you just see like the koopas um <laughs> like one koopa just like trying to hold on to another one he's like i got you buddy and it's like all right don't let me go and then they do the bop bop <laughs> and then he just drops the guy and it's like no yeah. <laughs> but he just like drops like a couple like like a couple like floors he's like oh i'm fine he's like oh, okay sweet <laughs> but yeah <laughs> i guess they like saw the meme and they're like throw it in throw it in we yeah. don't care just throw it in somewhere yeah uh so then what are your final thoughts score at 10 and uh unit of measurement for that score for the super mario brothers movie uh you know what i'm gonna give it a 7.5 out of 10 mushrooms because mushrooms are the one up mushrooms there we go 7.5 out of 10 one-up mushrooms because it was good i i don't know if i would have uh made it a musical uh <laughs> the only person i probably like truly enjoyed was like Drac- jack black's um like evil villain song and uh there was like a badass song with princess peach in the middle that we didn't get much time to discuss but i thought she did a great job too but um other than that uh i think a lot of the they really built the Mario world pretty well. I think they were pretty faithful to a lot of the things. I think some of the choices they made were a little goofy. <laughs> a little, <laughs> like, I think they played a little too into 
it being a kids movie right uh and other than that um i really liked the the pace of the movie the um call outs to like the different mushroom kingdom worlds and seeing it like really fleshed out and um yeah i'm excited to see if they make a sequel what about you yeah i think i liked this one a little bit more than you did i'm gonna uh-huh. give it 8.5 out of 10 stars because there mm-hmm. were stars in this movie um true I, yeah I, I know that's like a boring measurement because it's like <laughs> normal but you know uh stars with smiley faces on them uh-huh. um yeah i i had fun with this but again some of the voice cast decisions are questionable still but overall it really captured the spirit of the super mario games um yeah like just going back again to like mario bros playing that and super mario world playing that on super Mm. nintendo at my grandparents play so like it just felt like a nice nostalgia ride it didn't break it didn't break boundaries like i think i'd still rate wreck it ralph above this Mm. um but maybe like a little bit better than the ratchet and clank movie which itself captured the spirit of those games but there were a couple things here and there um you know if we're talking about 3d animated video game movies um but yeah i think it's at least it's also comparable to the second sonic movie in terms of quality um i, I had mm-hmm. a fun time i could have been better in places but yeah i'm glad that they got this right and with illumination you know that company people kind of lower their eyes at because you know it's minions but it actually turned out to be a really good fit like visually mm-hmm. so yeah, I was pretty happy yeah, with did. this movie. They, uh, they did a really good job at like translating the Mario models into like their style. Yeah. Like, um, I was a little worried how over like how crazy they would make the changes, but there was minor changes I would say that didn't feel too like out of left field. Like it felt like a good transition from the models of the game to like the movie. So yeah, I really yeah. appreciated that. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, thanks for joining me again, Marco. Where can people find you on the internet? Thanks for having me, Stephen. Uh, you can find me at my YouTube channel, Oddmark TV, uh, where I've been doing a lot of sketch-based comedy now. Uh, I am thinking about streaming a little more on YouTube now instead of on Twitch to like get a little more of the my content in the same place. But yeah, if you like sketch, uh gaming content if you like sketches based on games like pokemon super mario uh overwatch uh yeah come check me out i do a lot of funny sketches and i've been able to do one weekly every friday which has been awesome so yeah uh and if you have any suggestions stevens for any games you would like me to make funny jokes about let me know (laughs) yeah for sure um, and I'll put my plugs in post-production when I edit this. Um, mm-hmm. All right, now for the plugs. But before I do that, I did fact check myself. And that Game Boy game that me and my brother played was actually Super Mario Land. So just letting y'all know before anyone corrects me. But yeah, people can follow me at Steven Schinder on Instagram and Twitter. Steven Schinder Storytelling on Facebook stevenshinder.com for info on my book lemons and my grain with a follow-up trespassing through the visages on its way in the new year sometime and you can also email delayed replay via delayed replay podcast at gmail.com 
Let us know your thoughts on plumbing. I don't know. Uh, you can also find me on Goodreads, Letterboxd. Uh, my username there is Rotten Tormato. And you can also find me on Yes Shift, a podcast slash vlog that I do with my dad. And I think that's pretty much everything. Yeah, sorry if that sounds all over the, you know, the year's ending and stuff. But yeah, wishing y'all a happy new year. We'll see you for 2023, in which the first episode, which I guess I'll announce here, will be on MIB23. So, yeah, I know I'm very clever. Uh, Okay, back to the ending. So, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, That's the end of Delayed Replay Season 3. The show will be back sometime in the new year. I'm thinking maybe late January or early February after a break. But, yeah, it'll be fun bringing the show back. It'll be every other week again, um, like for the time being. But yeah, that should do it. And without further delay, have a good day. Later, everybody.